2: Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity.
1: When it comes to professional wrestling, if you are talking about it, we are talking about it. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast with the Ant-Man.
3: Man, this is crazy. We are officially on the road to WrestleMania 40 after Royal Rumble. Welcome to the Wrestle Chat Podcast, my friends. We're on episode 44. We started this podcast at WrestleMania last year. You see how close we're getting. Episode 44 right now. My name is The Ant-Man. His name is Michael Glavin. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today, whether you're watching on YouTube or listening on the free iHeartRadio app or wherever you love to listen to podcasts. In fact, this week, the uh, first new episode on Rumble. So you can find us on Rumble if you're a Rumble person. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever actually watched or went to Rumble to watch a video. I've just seen something that somebody's shared before that was on Rumble. I thought, man, I see a lot of guys on Rumble. Let's this up there too so if you're a rumble person you can now find Wrestle Chat podcast on rumble as well Um, how you feeling post Royal Rumble Michael you feeling refreshed ready for Wrestlemania 40
4: I am you know there's there was some time that needed to be taken to kind of digest at first I was like man there was a little bit of a lack of surprises um, Mm -hmm. that 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 I kind of wanted to to gripe and complain about but then I took a breath I came down from my high of Cherry Pepsi and Buffalo Chicken Dip, and I, I realized that the roster is so stacked, you don't need surprises. And when I framed it up like that, it made me very appreciative of, of where things are currently at, just because, man, stacked, stacked roster and just super thankful for it.
3: I think that was the high that they were originally selling on Breaking Bad was, uh, was Cherry Pepsi and, and Buffalo chicken dip, I think. That's, that's what, right, man. It was blue, though. The dip was blue, yes. <laughs> uh, let's go to, um, we've got the winner of the Royal Rumble men's. It was Cody Rhodes after, uh, I mean, just what felt like, I mean, the whole match was good. It, like you said, I don't think there were as many surprises as many of us had hoped. But we we did get a good, a good match. But when it came to the end, it felt like, we kind of started a brand new match with Cody and CM Punk yep. is like, how long is this end going to go? It's about time for this thing to wrap up. And they kept going on and then come to find out that Punk has torn triceps in his right arm. And he finished that whole thing. A lot of speculation on whether CM Punk was actually the one who was, you know, was supposed to win the Royal Rumble. And that it went to Cody just because he, they called an audible or something. Did read some credible sourcing. Mm hmm. Not so fast. That wasn't true. No, Cody was supposed to be the winner from the very beginning. And that seems a whole lot more plausible, to be honest, because I don't think we needed, uh, really needed CM Punk to win the Royal Rumble to get a match with Seth Rollins. I think that was going to happen regardless. What do you think?
4: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, if you if you put it within kayfabe inside of... Uh... Inside of the rules of the WWE, uh, Cody and Roman are on different brands right now, and so Cody needed to win the Rumble in order to jump over and challenge for um, the Undisputed Universal Championship. CM Punk and Seth Rollins, however, are on the same show, uh, therefore that there's there's the possibility of of him challenging um, without the Rumble. Um, you know, there there were rumors flying around that Punk was maybe slated to win the Elimination Chamber. But unfortunately, we will never know. Um, we'll never know. He's super, out. It. Super bummer. And man, uh, it takes a little bit of the wind out of the sails. Um, he, you know, everybody was rooting for him. He's he was looking good. He was wrestling good. And and body just caved on him. And yeah, uh, it, it's all too reminiscent of Cody Rhodes too. You know, he came with this triumphant return, yep. tore a pec. Uh, so it sucks. Um, But I'm hoping maybe if if he rehabs right, we might see him in time for something big at SummerSlam.
3: If it's along the same lines as Cody's rehab, uh, hopefully we see some of the same results. You saw saw Cody uh, have his injury close to the time of his coming back to WWE. We see something similar happening with uh, with CM Punk. But since that happened with Cody, I mean... Lock on wood. Everything's been good with Cody. Looks yep. good. Sounds good. Feels good um, You know, to say seeing punk is going to be out where well, they say four to six months after the surgery. Uh, that's pretty big surgery. I know you have to attach probably a lot of a, ten- a lot of tendons. I don't know anything about the muscles inside the arm. Clearly, I mean, Look at these skinny things, um, but the uh, the thing is, is, you know those guys that that's the that's the bread and butter that and their legs. I mean they they're using all those all the time, and uh, to have you know one of your limbs go down in the middle of a match has got to be heartbreaking. But for for it to happen this time of year, and I've noticed that WrestleMania is starting to feel ooh a little shaky on something. We we found out that uh, that um, uh, Kevin Owens wrestled on a broken foot against uh, uh, against Logan Paul. Uh, We found out that, obviously, uh, that uh, CM Punk tore his tricep. Who else was hurt? Uh, Oh, yeah, Seth Rollins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's got a torn MCL and meniscus that he's, uh, I guess, surgery, but you can come back from it a little bit quicker, and he'll be back in time, hopefully, for WrestleMania. You know, let's stay with Punk for a minute, though. Out four to six months, he's not going to be at WrestleMania this year. You said, hopefully, uh, SummerSlam. Who would you like to see him come back and face at SummerSlam? Not getting... Into the promo for Monday yet, but if you uh, if you just had to go, you know what? Let's just look at the whole landscape. Who would you like to see him go from SummerSlam to WrestleMania next year with?
4: We we need we need a Punk title run. I think we need think to so shore too. up uh, that. So whoever's got the strap uh, come summertime, I think he needs to 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 go up against that and have another title run with him, especially with the World Heavyweight Championship. You know that guy uh, that guy got the short end of the stick uh in terms of cosmetic looking titles um i don't personally hate the spinner one but it's also simultaneously not my favorite yeah, and so to same. see to see punk with a with a modern uh, big gold that that that's two thumbs up from old mikey fresh here
3: because you know this is also looking a, a little similar to his time in AEW <sighs> had this chance to be up there on top and and breaks his foot and uh, does it there I, I, he's like I, I feel like he would be running out of material to come out and say, Hey, I'm, I'm hurt and I've got to go, got to go uh, rehab for a little bit. But my goodness, his promo on Monday night, I mean, to bring up real life situations like friends that are firefighters and friends that are battling cancer that he sits and hangs out with, those are the real champions and the guys really battling real things. This is just wrestling. Yes, it's fun. He's here to entertain, but man, D- this guy doesn't run out of material when it comes to promos, does he?
4: No, and and I think what's so awesome and unique about Punk is that it was really a very baby face promo, but he has such a grit and 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 something about him that it doesn't come across like this Rocky via promo. <laughs> it doesn't, know? right? <laughs> and, and so for for how. You know, baby face it was, it still just had that grit. man, it just made it made you root for him. And um absolute amazing work and it and it goes to show I'm not taking a dump on the new guys. I'm not saying either's better than the other, but you don't get Mike guys like that anymore. Yeah. Um you don't. and and you know, we've got a few, but there was something about the grit of wrestling of days gone by that that forced you to to, to be good on the mic in one way or another and um, we don't see that as commonly uh, nowadays and so uh, super great promo hard not to talk ahead in this segment uh, following your lead on that but, uh, but yeah absolutely amazing work from CM Punk
3: I feel like the whole segment of its own, and we're going to get to it here in just a second, but tapping back into what you said, you don't have guys uh, spending as much time on the indie. You still do. You still have guys working the indie circuit, doing their own thing, building their own characters, guys leaving WWE to go do that and, and come back one day. Mm-hmm. And those guys are, are doing well, but these new guys that we have coming up, uh, uh, trick Williams, I don't know how much time trick Williams has spent in the indies, uh, working on his craft. Now he's been, obviously working extremely, extremely hard at the performance center. So thankful for that. How much leeway are they giving them with a live mic in front of a crowd to say whatever you want and, uh, and learn to, to make mistakes, learn to fall down, learn to fumble your words and how to get back up in front of people is a big thing. I mean, I've been, I've been in radio for a long to a lot of my life, more than half of my life now. And I still, uh, there's still times I'm like, man, I, I'm just having an off day. I mean, you guys have watched it if you or listened to it. If you've paid attention to this podcast for a while, it's happened right here. And and to struggle back through that makes you better for the next time that it happens. And you don't have yep. guys having that opportunity as much as CM Punk did when he had those opportunities. I mean, we don't people didn't have cell phones. People didn't have cameras on the cell phones that they did. They were flip phones that took grainy video and it was an afterthought. Like, why would I even know nobody's going to watch this from my phone? What's that going to matter? So even if they got something, nobody's really ever seen it. Well, he got the chance to practice in front of live crowds that maybe were not so nice and he got better at it. I hope that uh, some of these younger guys get that opportunity. Somebody else who has had that opportunity. We're going to move to that one right here. And that is, man, following a great promo from uh, CM Punk saying he's not going to be a part of WrestleMania and there's always next year just like the Cubs there's always next year it felt like man he pulled on the heartstrings of all the fans and everybody watching everybody live and for a second there it looked like that he pulled on the heartstrings of Drew McIntyre no 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 not so fast not so fast this might be the best promo I've ever seen from Drew McIntyre what about you?
4: I don't feel like I'm too often legitimately surprised in wrestling anymore. And I thought we were going to get this touchy-feely moment of guys respecting each other and doing this, whatever. And Drew, way out of left field, um, all the way back at the wall, um, came out swinging. um, and, And I think a lot of credit has to be given, not just for what was said, but how it was said.
3: Absolutely. uh, Delivery was everything.
4: So subtle to say, uh, um, I don't remember what his lead in line was, but essentially to say, I prayed for this and I made this happen. It's just like, the
3: biggest thing is he said, I'm not so much of a spiritual guy. I've not been known as a spiritual guy, but I did pray for this and it happened.
4: Man, man, And, uh, you know, just, Oh, it was so good.
3: (laughs) I mean, incredible promo between the two and, and what was great. It was all, nothing was rushed. Nothing was super fast. And what was important was that you could tell by the response that drew listened to what punk said. Yep. And the whole time you could watch CM Punk's face, his face was listening. He was listening to what Drew was saying, and then his face responded to what Drew said. When it came out of left field and hit all of us, it hit CM Punk right between the eyes as well. And I think that's what's important is that he wasn't anticipating, oh, I know he's getting ready to drop a line on me, and I'm gonna look serious and and stare at him. He was looking as genuine as, oh my gosh, there's a heartfelt moment from Drew McIntyre, just like all of us were, or at least I was, and I think you were too, was just looking and going, what is this guy doing? And and at the end of it, I'm thinking, man, he is starting to become a guy that I can hate. And that's what we need from Drew McIntyre.
4: Yep. and And to your point, even to zoom out into reality a little bit, we had heard that throughout the company, there was going to be more freedom given in these areas. And you've got two industry pros yeah. who can go out there and if... I mean, I'm just guessing I'm just speculating. But if they talked about it beforehand, it was single sentences of I'm just going to go here, here, here. You're going to go here, here. Okay, see out there. And and to be able to cut that the way that it did speaks to the professionalism of both guys.
3: I'll tell you this. After that promo, I hate that we have to wait until SummerSlam or afterwards to get a fight. But listen, to think about that. We still have WrestleMania and then we've got everything else that happens and then we got SummerSlam and then hopefully Punk comes back somewhere around that time around SummerSlam. We're already setting up, you know, the deck for something that's going to happen. I mean, at the end of the uh, the year, I mean, you know, a feud for the end of 2024 and we're all excited about it. In January. How cool is that? We haven't had that in a long time. Anxious to see where that goes. Hopefully that is the first one. And it sounds like it will be the first feud. I would say every time from about, you know, three weeks ahead of SummerSlam on anytime Drew McIntyre's out there, be aware and watch for CM Punk to come through the crowd, to come from under the ring, to come from the rafters, to come from somewhere that we don't expect. And CM Punk returns to, uh, to confront uh, Drew McIntyre and uh, collect on uh, the debt from that, uh, from that promo. And that we've got a lot more to get into. Uh, is it look at, looking like it may be Seth Cody at WrestleMania? I mean, we all think it might be Cody Reigns. Is that so? We'll talk about that. Plus, uh, one major superstar. Have we seen the last of him? In WWE. We'll
1: talk more about it coming up here on the Wrestle Chat podcast next. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025
0: QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break.
3: Hey, I got a question for you. Is one of your new year resolutions to travel more in 2024? I want to see if we can't help you out with that. That's by hooking you up with my exclusive offer from the Chase Southwest Visa. Sign up over at WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors and you can earn 50,000 points. That's enough in most instances for two round trip tickets that could cover your airfare to maybe WrestleMania 40 or many other premium live events all over the US. Plus you earn more points with every dollar you spend on your Chase Southwest Visa. Some restrictions apply. You can get all the details though over at wrestlechatpodcast.com/sponsors. Earn 50,000 points today and check travel off your bucket list in 2024. That's WrestleChatPodcast.com slash sponsors. So we talked about CM Punk. We talked about uh, Drew McIntyre. Another great promo from Monday Night Raw. Man, this thing was stacked. And this one was Cody and Seth. Not really what I expected from Monday Night Raw. I was probably just as shocked as everybody else. When I heard Seth Rollins music hit to come out and address Cody Rhodes in the middle of his promo, but Seth wants Cody at WrestleMania gave a very compelling reason why Cody should pick him instead of Roman Reigns. In fact, I think a, a great line. I mean, this thing, it was just, this whole night was full of great lines. Do you want the Hogan title or the Hollywood title, or do you want the dusty Rhodes title? Which one do you want to fight for? Because, They're very, very different titles. I mean, the whole reason that uh, we even have the new world title is because, well, uh, Roman Reigns is never here to defend his. We want a a champion who will defend his title week in and week out. When they left, I was thinking what it looked like Cody was thinking. Hmm, Hmm. I wonder if this should be the match for WrestleMania. And I wouldn't be mad at it. Would you?
4: It's tough to say. It's tough to say from a strictly entertainment guy versus guy perspective? No, wouldn't hate it at all. Not at all. Unfortunately, we do have to admit that everything the WWE has done for the last 3 5 10 20 years with Roman Reigns <laughs> has, <laughs> it has been, been 20 that,
3: years, I believe that's right.
4: Yeah, that <laughs> that he is the mountain. And and I think Seth is right in everything that he has said. Yeah, we have this other title that's the working champ title. You know, uh, Michael Cole also dropped a line recently. I don't remember if it was this last Friday or maybe the Friday before. He said, you know, a lot of people have been griping about Reigns is never here to defend it. Reigns doesn't, uh, you know, uh, put it on the line as often. And there was this long pause and he said, well, you know what we have to say about that? Beat him. Beat him and we won't have to do this. And and yeah. he's right too. And so, you know, the reality is if Reigns was on week in and week out, there ain't nobody left. He's gone through all of them. Short yeah. of reaching down to NXT. I mean <laughs> You know? And so um while I recognize that everything everybody's saying is correct, the part that Seth is missing is man, like there's just not the steam behind that title yet. Um, you know, we go back to 2012 when Eric Bischoff awarded Triple H the World Heavyweight Championship <laughs> yeah. for the first time. Uh, the first time we saw Big Gold in WWE, um, it took some time for that to become established, and it w- it was a year before the World Heavyweight Championship really had that steam behind it. So, am I would I be upset at the match? No. Would I feel a little bit of disappointment that the mountain was just not as big for Cody Rhodes to climb? Hmm. Yes, yes, I
3: do. You know what? That was a that line came from Cole during the Royal Rumble. It was oh, okay. just before yep. his the four way match, and you know to uh, uh, to say um, would we be mad at it? I wouldn't be mad at it at all. I I feel like WWE is almost doing a uh, like a like a live audience test. Mm. Each and every week, like they they put two guys together in the ring that that nobody ever thought that like this isn't going to be the feud for WrestleMania. Let's see how they uh, they respond to this. Let's throw Cody and Seth there together when Cody gets to pick whoever he wants to face at WrestleMania. Let's see what the audience thinks. Let's do a really compelling reason on why he should pick the world heavyweight title. Let's put them in there together. Have a great promo there. And then see how everybody responds. Just to see, because we also still have Rock lingering after he says, Should I sit at the booth? Should I sit at the bar? Should I sit at the head of the table? And the uh everybody goes wild. Well, that's just where it ended with the rock until he became, you know, part of the board at TKO. And then it's like, ah, I'm a I'm a businessman now. I'm not I'm not getting it. Maybe that's the head of the table he was talking about. Who knows? Not these
4: abductors, not this <laughs> WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You know, and I th- it feels like that they've they've done this a couple times where they did some live testing with us to see how we respond, and I- I'm just not sure that uh, that that isn't what they're just doing, just to see what we think, and then okay, no, uh, no, it's going to end up being you know. Cody and, and Roman, just like you know, we planned. I mean, even they even showed footage backstage back behind gorilla with, uh, with Cody and with, um, CM punk with punk telling him, man, you go finish your story, you go finish it. And I think that's what everybody thinks is you got to finish the story. And although it hasn't been explicitly said that it is with Roman Reigns and you're right, it's uh, you've said that here is that the, the story doesn't have to finish with him, but it does it does kind of need to be that title.
4: It, it it does because because again, the the story itself is that Dusty Rhodes never had the top spot, essentially. While he was loved by the people and in the main event spotlight constantly, he was never the guy. And so Cody is out to finish that story for a Rhodes to be the guy of WWE. It needs to be that title. And to your point, you're actually missing one uh, that you may have forgotten about. And that's Gunther and Rollins. Uh, cause yeah. we got that. Yeah. We got well, that sure. tease as well. And so yeah. to your point about putting people together, um, y- you know, they've been teasing Sammy Zayn, you know, in the title picture for a <laughs> while. So and so true. all at the same time, uh, you know, just in the short term, so we'll take Punk out of the picture. You've got Drew McIntyre, you got Sami Zayn, you got Gunther, and whoever else they decide to throw in the pot in the weeks leading up to WrestleMania. And so there, there's a lot that could happen here. And, and to be honest, some of the rumors right now are that we're going to get a triple threat: um, Seth, McIntyre, Zayn. And and to be perfectly honest with you, not a big fan of matches like that at Mania. Yeah. I want to see the one-on-one. I want to see it mano-a-mano, as fair as it can get, and see what shakes out.
3: Unless you're doing something like they did do with Roman Reigns a few years ago at Manny, where they had Edge and, and, uh, and Daniel Bryan, mm-hmm. and it was just to prove that he could beat both of them at the same time. And that's really just to show the power of, of Roman Reigns. And uh, uh, speaking of, uh, of dudes on top, let's go! Pat McAfee's back. <laughs> he's back. He's not the guy on top. But he, I mean, he's on top of the sports world. He's, uh, he's the, uh, the it guy right now for sure. And he's been missed on WWE TV, not talking about just spots here and there, popping in at SummerSlam or what we thought was just him popping in at the Royal Rumble. And I kind of wondered, is he just out here for the first match? Or is he gonna be out here the entire night? Thankfully, he was out there the entire night. I, I love Pat McAfee uh, calling color now on raw each and every week. So now that football is over, he has time for wrestling, I guess. I, and he did talk a little bit about it on, on the Pat McAfee show is that he's like, man, we we're going three, three thousand different directions. And, you know, he doesn't have an agent. He, <laughs> he's the one having the conversations with everybody about everything. He doesn't have an agent having those conversations. It's Pat doing it himself. So, cool to see him back on there. That means there is a, also, as we saw last night, there is a new SmackDown uh, team with Wade Barrett and Corey Graves. Just after, I mean, we've only got one night. Are, are you feeling okay about this duo?
4: Oh, absolutely. I, I think the, the concern that people have on uh, for Corey Graves in a, lead announcer role is completely unfounded in my mind. That guy's been working so so closely yes. with Michael Cole for years now. And we did yep. see some of this because there was combinations for short periods of time. I don't remember if it was with Kevin Patrick. RIP, we love you, buddy. Um, He's not dead.
0: He's not dead. (laughs) He's not dead. Um, He's not dead.
4: (laughs) He's still alive. Patrick's still alive. There there was brief moments where Corey was acting in a lead announcer role, and he killed it, man. And so I think it's going to be a great duo. I, I hope that what we assume is correct and that Corey Graves is the next, like, Michael Cole slot mm-hmm. person. I really hope that's the case because that guy's been grinding for years to be good at what he does. And man, I love listening to him. So him and oh. him and Wade together are just going to be killer.
3: Interesting too. That role is typically, typically a baby face and Corey Graves is right on that edge of, uh, he can be a baby face. His natural personality is to be a heel. So to have a heel play by play guy,
1: uh,
3: just right there on that edge all the time is going to be fun to watch because I think that's probably something we haven't seen is is that that edgy play by play guy where you have you know you have you know white meat fa- baby face with Michael Cole of course with good old JR you had the same thing and uh, to have something just a little edgier with Corey is going to be going to be fun to watch weekend more than anything I hope they leave him alone for a while. Leave both of these this, these teams. Don't go throw Michael Cole in this mix again and, and make it a three-man team. Just have those yeah. two guys. Give them a good six, eight, nine months, You know, maybe a year, and then reassess, is this working? I mean, I think you can tell by the time they give them a little time to, to have some gel there on that. That'll be fun to, to watch where that goes. We've still got more coming up. We're going to talk about one superstar and whether we've seen the last of him or not. And, you know, Triple H refuses to call it the forbidden door. I don't care what you call it. We're going to talk about a different organization working with WWE. I'll,
1: we come back here on the Wrestle Chat Podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-QX80.com.
0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose.
3: Well, we tried to avoid the ugly as much as we can Want to address one in particular with everything that has been going on over the uh, it's been over a week now with uh, with Vince McMahon, the lawsuit where that's headed. I mean, it was one they they uh, they kept quiet as they did the merger that they got, you know, through the um, uh, television rights. Uh, It looks like all the television rights are done, I believe. And and now it resurfaces and has become. Incredibly, incredibly ugly. And uh, so much so that Vince McMahon is no longer a part of TKO at all. And uh, also, I mean, a lot of things have been reading since then is that um, he's uh, he's been pretty much whitewashed from anything WWE, which is absolutely crazy that there's not Vince McName McMahon, Vince McMahon's name on anything with WWE. Um, not saying that there should, there shouldn't, I'm, I, we're not getting into that part of it. Just the fact that this guy is the reason we have WWE in the form that we have it right now, that his name is no longer associated with it in any form, any fashion, any, any, any photos. But it also is starting to bleed over to the other people as well. Whether uh, guilty, innocent, we're not talking about that right now. What I do want to bring up is have we seen the end of brock lesnar in wwe and there's multiple angles we can talk about here one just for the fact of is wwe even going to have brock lesnar back being associated or implicated in some of these texts and in this lawsuit is he being sued not from what i can tell but he has uh, really been in some of the texts that have been exposed from this Um, it, it is alluded to, and I believe in some of them even said his name that, or if they've either paired it up in some way, Brock Lesnar has been associated with, with these texts, um, is WWE just going to stay away from him or also is Brock just at that place in his life where he can go, you know what? I don't live anywhere close to civilization. I don't need any more money. I've got my guns. I've got my four wheeler, and I can go hunting. And I got my wife and my kids. And that's where I I I, I wonder if you know, what's going to affect. You know, he's got kids that are in school. You know that that here and here in the United States. Um, how's that going to affect all that? Is he going to be back in a WW ring? Do you think that Michael?
4: It's tough to say. So uh, keep in mind what we are not. You said it a million times. I'm going to say it again. We're not talking about innocent guilty. We're not taking sides. We're only talking about, you know, the how this affects business per se. And um, I don't know. Uh, I'm a little confused about the Brock Lesnar hate um, because the little bits that I read about the lawsuit, if he was named, it wasn't even necessarily as an accessory to something that was done. It was more just that he was name dropped. Now, granted I may have missed some type of information or something, but from what I understand, Vince was doing whatever Vince was accused of. And then over somewhere in the corner was like, somebody just mentioned Brock and then he's, he's got this entire storm that's come up against him. So my hope is a fan is that it literally just comes out as as hearsay, if you will, and that we can get a few more, you know, Brock matches under our belt. Um, but, you know, if people are caught up in stuff that they very clearly shouldn't be doing, um, then then they really shouldn't be around. And and it's obviously very touchy, you know, because as you pointed out, Vince McMahon's kind of been erased from everything. And I definitely understand and agree with that from a real-life you know, business standpoint, you know, if you're, you know, again, not in a, we're not saying innocent or guilty, but just saying if you're the leader or a high ranking official of a company, you have the responsibility to ensure safety and everything of people um, that work for your company. So yeah, in the real world, if you mess that up, you shouldn't be a part of it. Now, maybe a controversial take, but flip to the entertainment side of it. Was there really a reason to erase him and just pretend like he's not there from the entertainment side of it. Vince McMahon is still an on-screen persona. He's still mm-hmm. a, a WWE champion and ECW champion. <laughs> you, you know, do we need to erase him? Can we as just erase inter-
3: that in general? Yeah. Regardless
4: of a... Especially oh, the I forgot ECW he's a Royal and- Rumble winner as well. Yeah,
3: I see. Yeah, no. <laughs> and we
4: can so, erase those things. <laughs> you know, do we really need to erase him as the character? Obviously, that's not for me to decide. But um, but all that to say, um, I hope we haven't seen the last of Brock. I think with his contributions to uh, you know this entire, I mean WWE said he's the most decorated combat sports individual ever. I would probably agree with that. And so to not see that 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 good farewell send off would be a bummer. But that just depends on if he did something stupid or not. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, you know,
3: clearly, unless this case is is settled out of court and, and everything is done, we're going to see it played out in the public eye for months to come. And I think, in all aspects of it, I hate that part of it. I hate it for the victim, for uh, that that she would have to play this out in front of, cheese Louise. Just think of everybody knows the the wrestling fan that you you roll your eyes at. And we're not talking about anybody watching this. We're talking about people that, you know, you know, the ones that you roll your eyes at and that they would have an opinion about where uh, of how she should be compensated in one way or another. You know, uh, just stop that 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 should all be done in private. Mm -hmm. And if she gets what, you know, what, what is fair and, and this gets settled, then great. If this plays out in public eye, I hate that. But, you know, if there's been some things that, that were done, which they do, I mean, they look like that. It looks very incriminating. If that is true, then uh, I mean, it's, I believe one way, regardless, we've seen the last events. I just wonder if we've seen the last of anybody else around him um, in WWE. And uh, of course we'll, we'll, We'll see as this whole thing um, continues. Uh, let's end on a happy note here. Is that all right? Yep. There was a really great moment, really great moment in the women's Royal Rumble match. And that was um, somebody else walking through a door that Mickey James kicked down a couple of years ago. And some people call it the forbidden door. Uh, Triple H goes. It's just it's just a couple companies working together, which I actually prefer. Can we not just be wrestling fans and wrestling companies that find mutual ground and work together? That's kind of how I think it should be. And it looks like it's starting to shape up that way for WWE and the new TNA because the TNA knockouts, women's champion, Jordan grace. Oh my goodness. Looked absolutely incredible. Incredible. She is a hoss in the women's Royal rumble match so much. So a credible threat to be the winner.
4: Absolutely. And, and, The icing on the cake was that uh, Jordan Grace and Naomi uh, got to be in the ring together after just having wrestled uh, on uh, TNA. And so um, just a great moment for professional wrestling in general. Again, not to overshadow... Um, Mickey James doing this a few years ago. No. I do say that it's different though, because Mickey yeah. James did have a history with the company there. Yep. There was relationships there still unprecedented, but there yeah. was some connections that made it more understandable to bring in somebody that's a champion from another company that has never stepped foot in the WWE before. That's another level of, of, of impressive. And so yeah. she came in, man, she looked good. She cleaned house. Seriously, thanks to the WWE for booking her well and not just like, you know, squashing her like with all the yeah. WWE crew. But man, just such a fantastic moment. And, and it makes us hopeful of things to come. You know what I would love to see? Let me tell you what Bring I would it. love to see. There is this guy named Nick Nemeth that I would love to see in the WWE
3: Think about this uh what if there was a what if there was a tag team open challenge <laughs> against the Judgment Day and Nick Nemeth and Mustafa Ali walk in
4: oh, Now here's oh, the real man, question get... here's the real question does their WWE music play or does Oh no their tna music play. oh yeah
3: tna music plays yeah and, and you know i guess uh, is is that must of us that is his real i guess his real name he's, I'm well, assuming it be, he's using it he, he's using it in tna absolutely and we know obviously we've known uh nick's name for a while but uh and always uh, he's always going to be Dolph. just doff but his real name nick nemeth and and yeah it has to be that you know uh most wanted man uh, or wanted man uh nick nemeth uh it has to be his his jumbotron and it has to be his music from tna And uh, those two guys walking out and challenging Judgment Day for the titles, that could be a lot of fun. And I wondered who might jump over from WWE to have a match on, you know, TNA impact. That's Mm going to be fun to watch in the in the coming weeks, because it looks like uh, not only from what Triple H had to say in the press conference, but also just Jordan, after she was finished with her match and she was tweeting, she's like, you know, this is not the end. This is not the only time you get to see things like this happen between the two. And uh, I loved it. She told a story this week where she said uh, she got a call um, and and said, Hey, do you, uh, you want to wrestle uh, uh, this week? And she's thinking, "Ugh." Sure. Absolutely. What, what do you have for me? It's like, what? How about you be in the Royal Rumble? She's like, what? <laughs> had no clue that it was it was on the table and, and uh, she gets to show up and, and go face Naomi again or, or, or Trinity um, in, in the Royal and get in, in the Rumble and, and get to uh, get to be there in the ring with each other. I, I don't remember if if it was Naomi who eliminated Jordan or not. That could have been a, a cool story. Uh, but uh, or vice versa. Uh, but it's going to be awesome to see what else they they come up with, and and who uh, who goes back and forth through that uh, now door that's been kicked down and has no name. It's just an archway <laughs> between the two companies.
4: The door that shall <laughs> not be named. Two.
3: The tw- yeah, absolutely it has no name <laughs> absolutely well man I've uh, I've enjoyed talking about this uh, past week since the rumble with you uh, look forward to uh, chatting with you guys as well you can always chime in we're on Instagram at Wrestle Chat Podcast on Twitter I'm the Antman you can find both of us in the uh, in the uh, section in the um, uh, description of this podcast you can find him he's Michael Glavin on Instagram uh, follow us and let's, let's chat outside of this show as well uh, and if you haven't hit subscribe we would love it if you did that because then you'll you'll always know when we drop a brand new episode. Michael, good to hang out with you this week.
4: Thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
3: Absolutely, good to see you guys too, and we'll hope to see you back here next Saturday on the Wrestle Chat podcast.
0: Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1 800 Gambler 24 7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
2: Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview, Great Falls, offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events.